Welcome back. Joshua Mendes. Joshua Wendy's and Conscious Ambition. Conscious Ambition, Christmas 2023 edition. Yeah. Or Hanukkah, depends on your faith. Is Hanukkah on Christmas? They're around the same time. When you say they're around the same time, I don't understand what that means. It means that... There's a particular date. Well, Hanukkah goes for... for, um, The Jewish people that listen to this are going to be very disappointed with me, but Hanukkah goes for a a period of time in early December. Because I can just tell you Christmas Day. Christmas is just Christmas 25th. Day. Yeah. So Hanukkah goes for multiple days. Okay. Like but Hanukkah does it not start on the 23rd or 22nd or? I, yeah, it, it does, but I don't know those dates. Wow. Which, uh, yeah. It's pretty Jewish anti-Jewish people looking. They're, uh, yeah, fair enough if you're disappointed with me. And also, mum, if you're listening, you spend all that money on a Jewish education. Fair enough if you're disappointed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be less Jewish. Well, you'd probably uh, be a bit less Jewish if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm s- I still... Uh, Probably tape a bit of foreskin back on if you wanted to. Well, apparently, uh, did I tell you that? That there's people out there that are using a technique to actually gain back their foreskin, to, scre- to scratch, stretch a piece of skin that's already on the circumcised penis, and a- apparently that can uh, sort of regrow the foreskin. Don't know if I'd want to give... A, like, I wonder how that would be. What do you, are you, are you, you're, you're not, not, circumcised, not circumcised, so you wouldn't know what it's like to not be circumcised, to, to, sorry, to be circumcised. No, I have no yeah. fucking idea. But it was painful when you're a kid, and then when you start trying to have bigger erections and pull the foreskin back, like the foreskin fucking hurt. Yeah, see, I hear people talk about that experience you've just described, and yeah. I've got no idea. Yeah, exactly, because you just had it removed about. from, yeah, you'd have no idea. Yeah. But it was, it was kind of, yeah, it was rough. I don't know if it was around the time that we started masturbating or... Um, yeah, if I was just like, oh, but I want to pull it back because I, uh, I don't know, it almost feels good, or, or I feel like I need to eventually, and then I, it's almost like I had to work on it for a, a, I don't know, a period of time to actually slowly pull it back, slowly pull it back, get it over the cusp, and then slowly feed it back down, and it was like it was painful. Yeah, right. I've heard multiple men describe what you're describing. Yep. But I just listen and sort of move on, thinking, well, that's not relevant to me at all. No, well, you're just never going to have that experience, I guess. Unless I grow back my foreskin. It's like uh, I'm never going to be African-American and know what it's like to have um, water-phobic hair. Unless, have you watched that South Park episode where, um, is it Kyle? Yeah. Gets like a, what's, oh, can't, negroplasty, I think it's called. No, no, I haven't <laughs> seen that. Is it a good one? Yeah, it's worth a watch. Early yeah. early South Park, pretty, oh, pretty different, stuff, pretty, pretty different stuff, but yeah, yeah, very dicey and... Uh, Quite like, quite immature humor. They've definitely matured in their humor over time and become more political. It was far less political back in the day. Mm. Yeah. So, how many people do you reckon have tuned out? What percentage of people have tuned out by now? Three minutes in, <laughs> big chunk of them. But at least they showed up as a download. <laughs> at least they clicked on it. At least they clicked on it back when I was checking. I'm like, oh, how many how many people have downloaded this now? Um, yeah. What a fucking full on year though. We did. Well, it hasn't been a full year since our last podcast. But no, but it's funny doing this now. It's the, what is it, the 6th, 15th? The 14th? Uh, mid, de- mid-December. 
to yeah 14th or something um yeah, so much has been going on. I've got to give you accolades for a lot of the ways that you've been asking me questions recently, though, with the, the situations I've been going through. Thank you. Yeah. I'd love to give a bit of context for what we've been going through, you, you and I, over the last few months. Go for it. If I, yeah, if I can. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ethan and I actually had some difficulties, difficulties in our relationship um, over the last few months where... Yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck, that's hilarious. Well, if you just listened to the last podcast and then, you <laughs> and then you're moving on to this one, then a lot has happened between <laughs> that podcast and this podcast. And uh, there were, yeah, I, I personally didn't take very well to Ethan's um, feedback, let's, let's say. And um, yeah, that podcast actually continued for another few weeks where Ethan... I, I wanted more feedback off Ethan. Actually, I wanted some feedback off Ethan, some more. And then I sort of pushed him. And uh, as I pushed him, he really gave it to me. And he he got, um, he actually got quite nasty, which he'll probably admit. Yep. And, um, you know, you're not holding the microphone. <laughs> he said, yep. I just <laughs> wanted to let you kind of go for it. I'm and, talking about it. Uh, yeah, and... Um, there was some feelings that I think had been there for a while. And, you know, as I've sort of, uh, I've talked with others about it, I've, I realized over time that as you get closer and closer with people, whilst, you, you know, you, you feel more comfortable and more vulnerable, at the same time, some shit, shit starts to come up. Um, stuff from below the surface starts to come up. Um, things like frustration and, and jealousy and, you know, all these points of difference. I feel like they all come up as you get closer to someone and I definitely feel like that's what's happened with me. Ethan and I over the past few months and on top of that, we've seemingly, I don't know, I, I don't know if upon reflection it's true, but we're seemingly going, uh, uh, going down different paths in our lives uh, which is to be expected because that's what happens with people. They go down different paths in lives. And um, I think we've both been pretty strong strong in, in being, sh being sure of ourselves and being sure of our path, which is fucking awesome. But it's also brought some difficulties um, and, and disagreements because I think we both look at the other person and we see things that, I think I personally think we see things that we want and that we're jealous of, um, and I think we criticize it because uh, because we don't have it, and um, and then also we see things that we that are just different to us. And uh, I'll speak for myself, but I see see things, and I'm like, well, you're doing things differently to me, and I don't like that. Like, why don't you be more like me? My you know my ego is like, why don't you be more like me? I I am think I think I'm doing things fucking awesome, and you're doing things over there differently. And I think it would be better if you did things like me. And um, I mean, you know, examples of it: are Ethan's follow going down the path of osteopathy, and I realized probably a couple of years ago now that I didn't want to go down the osteopathy path, and I wanted to choose a path that was more um, mind and psychology psychology oriented. And, um, and at the heart of those things of, of big differences in p 
perspective, um, which I can we can go into a bit later. But I want to hear from Ethan because this is beginning to be a monologue, not a podcast. No, you're welcome. I mean, I, I wanted to hear you talk about it. I don't even. What do you want me to comment on that? I don't. Um, there was, yeah. I mean some time ago there was that podcast and this was before the reflections because I know there was the reflections that we released which I thought were really beautiful and then the podcast before that was the one that we recorded next to the lake which I brought up particular criticisms from from some other people and um and we kind of went back and forth during that recording and then we had a full conversation afterwards as well which Josh was actually really fantastic with asking me particular questions to to better understand me and then after that we had uh, a lot of long voice messages back and forth talking about the differences that we had and actually what's funny about this is I, I talked with um, someone today about this about being patient and uh, having been really for myself using patience with as many people as I can and being as patient as I can with other people to understand them, to hear them, to just interact with them and to, to put up with elements about them that I might find uh, frustrating, uh, difficult, like detrimental to me. I don't know if I'd say detrimental is a strong word, but just being patient enough to let them speak their what's going on for them. And I, I did that a lot with Josh and was just patient, 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 but to the point where eventually... I was like, look, I just got to let him know, like, I think, he sh- you know, you need to go fuck yourself on all this <laughs> stuff. I think I did use those words at one point, right? Like, you need to go fuck yourself. If not that, then very similar. If not that, then something <laughs> very similar. Because it was like, look, I've been s- listening to you talk about what you think I need to do and what your opinion is, is on my life and the choices that I'm making. And that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, it's irrelevant. And I, I can't pay you. I, I'm sorry that I can't afford to change what my plans are just to suit what your needs were and then you know that turned into a a proper argument once josh had come back from melbourne and i thought the argument was was funny at the end of it because of how many things josh brought up during the argument that i really couldn't just refute that i he just called it out he mentioned ah I don't. I think that you're like this, or I think that I can't remember the nature of some of the things or what what the comments were that I'm well, like. I remember one thing was that I said that I think that when you're not around people, you can form this idea, this negative yeah. idea of them. Yeah. Because that's what happened. I went to Melbourne, and I think I wasn't as I was busy, and I wasn't as. Um, Communicative. Communicative as Ethan wanted me to be. Yeah. And he and he got upset about it. And actually Margot, his wife, told me about it before Ethan did. Yeah. And then and then we we were sort of had a whole argument about it and and I'm like, I think that I've noticed that. Um yeah, there's a you've done that a few times with other people as well. And I I didn't I didn't want to I'm I I don't think I was saying it in like a judgmental way, but I'm just saying, yeah, I don't think I'm as bad given history i'm probably not as bad as you're making me out to be in your no and uh, just a perfect Mm -hmm. example of that for example like today was um i was meant to be buying a business from two people who i've been working with and um when that kind of fell 
away and I realized like, I don't want to buy this business after all. And we communicated that. Um, there was a lot of patience I had given one of these people and it eventually led to me and just realizing from di different instances and the way they were acting and comments that they had made that I just kind of given them too much rope. And I just, uh, I didn't know at which point earlier on to say, I don't agree that you treated me like this. I don't appreciate that you reprimanded me here. Um, I don't appreciate that this was conveyed to me, this like lack of trust, yet I'm continuing to be outgoing in my own way. And, you know, what's a shame about that a little, or at least in my eyes at the moment, is that it takes such a long time for me to eventually say, look, there's some elements about, I think, the way that you're acting, but I need to get the big picture of you for me to then feel comfortable to come back and talk about it in a balanced way. I'm trying to bring this back around to what you were saying in that for weeks and weeks, I've been catastrophizing this, this whole situation, thinking the worst about this person or thinking about how this person's life has been, thinking about their relationship, thinking about the way they act, what their thoughts are, what their beliefs are, up until, you know, today when I had just a really civil conversation with them. And yeah, I, there's no way I'm going to refute that if I am not with someone all I can do is create a narrative about how they are at the moment, what's going on for them, um, how maybe they might feel about me, how I feel about them and all the rest of it. And until I'm actually back talking with that person in person, it, with them, it's like all that stuff is that person. And it's ridiculous what it looks like when you're actually sitting with them. Mm. Yeah, how false it is. Oh, just how... Not only false... But in, in the theme, like in light of today, how irrelevant, yeah. like irrelevant yeah. it is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because that's why it, I just feel so calm about, yeah. about it's, today, for example. Anyway. It's funny how, how you can have this thing going on subconsciously, of course. Yeah. And you've probably noticed it many fucking times in your life. But it's so like deeply embedded and it's, and it's also so fucking hard to like really um maintain awareness and, and learn and 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 um uh i guess realize realize the parts of ourselves that are, are fucking hard to work with um that yeah we this like this is an example for you but i do it as well where we just keep doing things over and over and over again uh thinking oh well i'm not going to do that again like you know for you well you know, I, yeah, I tend to do that. I tend to make people out to be worse than what they are, mm. but this, this is what I'm going to do. And then a few weeks later, you're doing, you know, you'll probably do the same thing. And then, but also to that point, I think through awareness, we and you are probably realizing that even if it's like a, a 1% or like a 0.1% where every time you have this experience with someone, you, you, have a 0.1% less reaction that's mm. like that's growth yeah yeah and if I could just talk about some context about this situation um, I can't remember when I made the decision with this person in particular to stop being as outwardly nice outwardly communicative with them but there was just a day when I I saw them and they asked, hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? Said, yeah, good. 
how's your week been? Fine. How about your week? Fine. And that was all it was. And they looked at me and were just like smiling, like a kind of a, a, a look of smiling, like confusion. Like usually, Ethan, you, you know, you're about to ask me about my whole fucking life story, you know, and, or talk about what's going on for you. Because that's just the person I am, right? Mm. And, um, and I just, I wasn't like that. And that then went on for weeks. Mm. And they were confused. And as they revealed to me today, they were like confused. They were hurt. Um, but this person actually had the, um, the, the capacity to understand like, oh, something's not going, some, something's going on for Ethan. I'm going to give him his space. I'm, I suspect that he's going to come around at some point and talk to me about it. And, and I mean, it, that's exactly what happened. Like I knew that I was eventually going to talk to them about it. And unless something came up where they were going to talk to me about it, maybe I wouldn't have been ready. Sorry. So if, like, yeah, to self-reflect, why do you think, why do you think this happens? Like what, what is it about your mind that tends to create these, these negative representations of people? Like, uh, yes, I'd l- speak more about that. Um, to reach a point of having been, be- uh, of being patient with someone and not having uh, a great approach on realizing I actually don't appreciate the way I've been treated here. I'm now ready to communicate with them. Personally, I stop. And I'm like, I don't know how to tackle this right now, but I know, and this, I, we talked about this, that I'm feeling hurt, I'm feeling hard done by, and I need to just recoil for now to preserve mm. and to just create distance with this person because I don't want to continue on this path with yeah. them. Yeah, fuck, I love hearing that. Just because like, it's so much of the work that I'm doing at the moment is like trusting yourself. That it, you know that it's yeah. not. It's trusting that your reaction to this is not bad, and it's actually a fine. It's actually a reasonable and human response to to, re, to as you said, recoil and give yourself time. Well, honestly, yeah. I mean, I pretty much just explaining back to you some messages that you sent to me because mm-hmm. it was. It was me feeling in my rights in some messages that I sent to Josh to be like, fuck these people a little bit, like, fuck this person, mm. like, I'm not happy about this, like, this is what I think about them. Like, not that strong, because by the, I don't think I was ever really that strong about them, because I didn't feel like they were that unreasonable necessarily. I might have gone through those loops and jumps in my head, definitely, some nights, going to bed. God, so many nights, you have no idea I'm, i would love it if some people listening to this are just like yeah you literally some situations in your in your life you go for weeks on end thinking at night and just lying in bed thinking about this stuff because that's what happened to me um and talking to you about it and you and you giving me the hard reality that it's like if you were to take ownership about this though rather than criticize how would you take ownership and it was just like, look, a fair enough point was that I felt offended. I felt insulted. I felt hurt. And I've just recoiled. And that is what I need to communicate to this person. Mm. And for me to feel like I'm being authentic to myself. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's, it's really funny to have this conversation. Because I feel like at the heart of... 
part of what was at the heart of our fight or our our disagreements was me wanting to get this out of you, but like really wanting to get this out of you, like with things probably that were going on months ago, mm. I was I was asking you questions. Yeah, but how do you feel? Yeah, but um, I wasn't even really asking questions. I was like, come on, like tell me something. Like tell me something about yourself. Or come on, tell me, uh, tell me. Uh, it's like some some negative experiences that you're having. Everything can't be all so amazing and shit. And I think that was a bit triggering to you. Not necessarily because I'm saying that you know there's there's you're having negative experiences but probably in the way that i was doing it where i was like tell me now tell me now which is a thing that i fucking do with, with people and in my yeah. life i i'm so fucking impatient and i want things right now where if whereas when i started to ease off and realize like all i'm doing here is i'm being i'm i'm wanting something from ethan like i'm wanting i'm really wanting him to tell me something that i'm seeing and He's just, he's not giving it to me and I'm getting, just getting pissed off and frustrated. And then it switched and I'm, and I get, and I'm like, what if my, what if my, what if I just chill out on this? And I'm like, you know, Ethan's pretty fucking smart and not just Ethan, but humans are pretty smart and the ego can be pretty, <laughs> we're, we're dealing with a Darius destruction of the. Of the, floor, of the floor upstairs. Um, yeah. Humans are pretty smart. And what would, what would it be like to chill out? and actually ask Ethan questions and, and be a bit more patient and let him work this out for himself, yeah. which I think is what happened in the end. <clears throat> well, but to talk... So to talk about that from where I was standing or where I was, at the time, I was in... Uh, you know, this is what, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. I was involved in a very overwhelming in like a serious circumstance for me, for what, you know, for what it represented for my life. And at the time, like to go into that, what I was looking for was kind of a support that I knew what I was doing, mm. um, that I had the ability to make the right decision. Um, that it, that I didn't feel the need to harbor on. It's not that I didn't feel the need, but I was just focused. I felt like my energy in my life was going into problem solving a hard circumstance I was involved with, like problem solving a decision that I was having to make, consider, consider just how important it was for my life and go to people and I mean, that was a beautiful thing that I would have loved to have brought up that I was actually, I ended up talking to a number of people who were really close to me, including my mum and dad, about buying a business. And um, I'm so grateful that people shared their support for me at that time. And I wasn't in a frame of mind to talk about how I was also getting hard done by. Maybe because, you know, to eventually bring this back around to the person I, I want to eventually talk about this with the person who I talked to today. Um, because it's not like at the time, oh, hey, Ethan, we want you to buy this business. It was difficult for me to turn around and be like, it's not that I don't want, not only want to not buy the business because I would rather put that money into my own business and that's just the reality, like no matter how much you want to sell this to me for. 
but I don't want to face the, I, I, it's, I find it hard to tell you that I don't want to work with you. I find it difficult to work with you. Mm. I find it, um, I've, I don't feel comfortable working with you. And to even identify that and to have to face that as a topic that if we were to talk about it as openly as that at that time, it's, it would be, um, it would have been hard for me to face that and know yeah. that that's the truth that we would have talked about and be like, I've got to now talk to them about this right. and, and bring that up and be like, hey, so I know that you guys are really excited and we've actually been involved for months now thinking about I'm going to buy this business from you, but I actually don't like the way that you've treated me at the business and I, I couldn't imagine doing any more work with you. Yeah, right. So every time I'm asking you, so tell me about some of the you know shit that you're feeling at the moment, you're like, well, fuck, if, if, subconsciously you're, you're thinking, well, fuck, if I talk about that, then that makes me realize that there's a bunch of shit that I want to say to these people and I don't, I don't want to say it. Uh, it's hard to say it to them. It's maybe it's because, I mean, I understand how important it is now. Like I'm wanting to face these realities more and more frequently, more and more openly. Um, but it's not easy being this honest with yourself because once you're honest about it with yourself, then you're going to now be thinking, how can I then be honest with this other person? And for example, this person today, it's tough to kind of tell them like, you know, I think it's, it's hard being around you because you're just so agitated sometimes. Mm. It's, it's beyond this whole professional nature of the relationship where I, I said that to them. I'm like, this is beyond a, a professional relationship that I have with you guys here. And on a personal level, I just, I find it hard. Sometimes I see you suffering mm. and it's hard because I know that's not an easy thing for a lot of people to identify or hear. So here is one thing, but then to um, take in and be like, fuck, am I suffering? What's, what are they seeing that they're making that comment? A lot of people will pull away straight away from if you would mention that to them. Mm. They'd be like, who the fuck are you to say something like that to me? I'm fucking fine or something. Yeah, you're speaking to something that I've been thinking about over the last sort of 24 to 48 hours and that's um, giving someone like feedback or, or to put it stronger, giving someone a bit of a kick up the ass. And um, it's risky because they might not want to hear it and they probably don't want to hear it. But I think we all need someone to give us a fucking kick up the ass. And um, just like, um, yeah, I, I think I think uh, Zoot won't mind me mentioning that. Yeah, like he he said that to me um, a couple of days ago when I sent him something. He's just like, yeah, I really appreciate that you, you know, you gave me feedback and you sort of gave me a kick up the ass. Um, and like that made me feel so good that he accepted it. And then a few times you have done that over the past few weeks where I've said something to you about... Um, about something that you're experiencing and I'm like, this is what I think is happening. And I think maybe I've learned, I'm learning how to put it in a kind and compassionate way, but it's really served me. And I think serving my relationships to, to give people the feedback that I think I need to say, and I think is going to help them. And the, the, the other thing, the other thing that came up for me today was, uh, I think that Katarina doesn't give me enough of a kick up the ass. And that's not because she doesn't want to. It's because she's in the past, she's been a bit scared of 
of offending me mm. like everybody is and like I've been with you and I've been with many people in my life. I'm terrified of saying my truth and what I really think. Um, but yeah, she she told me today that I I don't do enough around the house and, I, and, and she needs help with the garden. And I mean, she's told me this many times, but for some reason today I, I, I really listened to it I'm, and I'm, maybe it was just the way she told me, but I'm like, thank you. Like, thank you for telling me like, I'm not, I'm not doing enough. Cause like, that's, you know, that, that's so much of what we need in our lives. I think is to give, to have people in our lives that are prepared to face rejection from us mm. um, and, and will face rejection from us. But it might be the third time. It might be the fourth time. It might be the fifth time where it gets through. And then you're like, yeah, you're right. I, I this is something I need to improve upon my, improve with myself. So did you burn the garden to the ground? <laughs> like, there's your fucking it garden. Look, it doesn't look... <laughs> <laughs> now we're not... Yeah, that's now an it, Ethan technique. That's, <laughs> that's, it. It that's something I do. That's it. Well, there's your garden. Was, there's your fucking garden. Well, I was going to say, if you came into the garden right now, it looks like shit. Well, because I, I, I had a crack at it and I just left it. Oh, I, I just left all of the, uh, all of the waste just everywhere I, I love it it, <laughs> so was just, it looks way worse it's stuck in well I did a little bit of that you do that sometimes but I, I love it when I came to your house and you and Katarina come downstairs and you're like oh we're trying to set up the t tomato um, plant is there any steaks around and you just like looked at the nearest branch that was all bent and craggly and just fucking out of shape and you just went and just like dug it into the ground with your hand and then just like threw up part of the tomato plant and draped it on the side I'm like Dude, I, I don't think that's gonna it's gonna support it. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate like the, the the spontaneous like oh well maybe this will work enough and it's like you got to put a little bit of work into that tomato plant steak and, and and that's sort of the kick up the ass. It's like yeah, you got to find a way. You're in your own way to fucking yeah do some work like well, do do some shit. No, but I mean the essence of what you're saying is is to find a way to to deliver it in a not. Um, not a critical way. I think mm. we have and to receive it as well. I think yeah, both it's of both. Are, it's both, both of them yeah. are fucking hard. Well, because when you when you told me that stuff and it was ironic, you sent me the message and it was just in text, and uh, I read it and it, I I had a like a vague I had a small, like fleeting reaction to it, but I read it and I was like, I know this is good stuff, and I know that what Mendes is going through as well and the way that he is going through. Um, counseling for himself and and reads plenty of material on it and just reflects and i know that what he's written here is something to sit with and absorb and actually apply like what it, how does it how relevant is it to me right now and i would just i mean it was so obvious i'm like yeah this is so relevant to me and you're like oh sorry i hope i, I was worried that it was going to come across too strong yeah i i respect people that can take feedback a hell of a lot Cause I find it fucking hard. Yeah. You know, if you, if you send me a voice message being like, yeah, look, I listened to what you said. And I think that if maybe you could think about it, what if you thought about it like this? And just the fact that you're saying, saying I could think about it differently implies to me that I'm wrong. Like I'm thinking about it wrong. Therefore I'm, f I'm fucking stupid. Therefore I'm worthless. It spirals. And yeah. so, so when, so when I see someone take on a comment, and just be like, yeah, I, I'm gonna take that on board, and mm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna let this go out of control and think that I'm a fucking piece of shit because you've said this. I fucking 
love that. And you did it recently and also Zoot did it recently and I really appreciate it. Well, the issue was then Katarina jumped on the bandwagon after that True. and sent me well, a 10 minute long message. We haven't spoken about this. And shat all over me and I was just had to message back. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess you've got to walk through fire when you're in the masculine <laughs> energy and I guess that's what I'm doing with you guys. So, No, no, I liked it. I was... I was she yeah uh, it was good she was telling me about what she was gonna send to you yeah okay and i was and because i you know i'm I'm like all right I, I, yeah i guess i agree with what you're saying but yep. i don't know if i would say that send that in in that way um maybe i would but i don't know yeah it didn't call to me didn't feel right to me to say it the say way that she the way that she phrased it and just at the time so even though i probably agreed with some of it most of it maybe i liked and, it and um do you want to speak about it? Yeah, you, I'm happy you, to. I liked it. I mean, it's the, interesting. The the idea that it was yeah, because I feel pretty comfortable about what's going on at the moment. Anyway, yeah. um, the idea was that Katarina sent me a message talking about uh, the masculine and feminine energies and how at the moment. I mean, well, talking back to what's happened with you guys, I'm, I'm I'm sharing information that's relevant to you and her. Yes. In that. She has been, she, she's Surrend- reflecting surrendered, on surrendering. Yeah. yeah. So she has surrendered to what she perceives is um, her feminine energy or her feminine way in getting to allow you to provide for you and her. You make the money. She stays at home or not stays at home, but she, she you make the money and it allows her to, consider what else she wants to bring to your life uh, yeah our life or the, your uh, life the family, yeah so yeah. she cooks a lot she cleans i'm not going to go down that it almost seems like some kind of classical role gender but it's not like that it's more like she had to go through trusting you in that process mm. um and it was difficult to begin with um how it was relevant to me was that she's like well i th- I, she was asking kind of openly like how would that look for you and your wife margot Ironically enough, uh, after we've talked about this with Margot, Margot's like, I love working for me. So I kind of mm. actually, I mean, I, it's not like I'm going to just, it's, she finds like, I've actually enjoy it. And there's, she's on a mission with what she wants to be doing. So whereas maybe she'd work a little bit less if I was bringing in twice as much money, she wouldn't, she'd still be enjoying a lot of what she does at the moment because it just brings her mm. a lot of meaning. She's, she's kind of clearly stated that whether that's the case or not, because she hasn't explored the whole idea yeah. in depth like we do is, is another kettle of fish. But um, I took that information and it was a, it, it was a little tricky because it does, it does make me have to reflect on our life circumstances and think, could Margot be spending three or four days with Darius, does she want that? Does she want the option to go out on a day and not have to be at home working? Does she want the option to to be have nice things and me to spend lavishly for her and, and whatever? And, and to me, to, to be able to support us and her to trust in me to do that. And um, it was difficult because that was only a week ago. A week and yeah, a half ago. Yeah, pretty recent, yeah. It, it kind of, the frame of mind I was in at the time and the way I was looking at life, I was like, oh, I do feel stressed about our life circumstances at the moment anyway. I don't know if that's going to, I don't know how that's, if, if that's going to happen. Um, I don't know if I'm letting us down. I don't know if I'm really fulfilling my role as a masculine energy 
but I do, I actually do feel like I am. I feel like a lot of my energy recently has been towards that. So it was at the same time, what she mentioned felt like I'm already doing as, as much as I can almost in, 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 um, what do you say, uh, towards this cause of what you're talking about and embracing the masculine energy, I guess it would be almost trying to communicate to Margot to trust in me with mm. that, which I've had to do a lot. I, I think that's more what she was saying. To, to communicate the more, the more, Yeah, the, the relationship, in, in the mm. relationship. I, if I can sort of summarise what she was saying, I think she really believes... I'm not even going to say she, I'm going to say we, because we, we agree on this. We, we, we really believe in, in you know exploring masculine and feminine um, energies and that's not to say that a woman can't you know make a fucking fortune and be a CEO of a company and a man can't stay at home and 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 raise a family but um, I think we both believe that uh, it's really important at some point for a a the woman to surrender to surrender to the man in that just trust like to really trust that that her man can go out and kill it and and that the man can't it's hard for the man to completely trust himself if the woman doesn't trust him oh. but then also it's very hard for the woman to trust the man if the man doesn't trust himself so it's like this well it's a vicious it's, cycle yeah it's this vicious about. cycle where it, it, it either um, is a cycle that uh, goes from self perpetuates, yeah, self perpetuates from, and it can go in a positive direction or or a negative direction. Where well, it's, yeah, it's just p- p- to a couple that that don't trust it themselves, so they don't trust each, each other. So mm. the woman is always stressed about um, what the man is doing, and the and the man is always trying to um, prove himself. Or, yeah, what, whatever. Um, and I think from her, especially, it came from a place of like real belief in you. Because I'm sure she would have sent that in the message where she's like, "I really believe in you, and I think that you're going to do fucking awesome." Um, yeah. But I, f- I, but she would have said, "I feel like there needs to be trust that you are going to like." Uh, Margot almost needs to whether she you know works on it that doesn't matter. It's more the energy. Margot needs to surrender and be like, "You've got this. Uh, uh, you've got this. Um, I'm going to work and whatever. But if I don't make another cent." Uh, for the rest of the year, you're gonna you're gonna figure this out. I can trust you. You know. Yeah. That, well, I think just because Katarina started started to do that, and she feels in her experience, she feels really good about that. It's uh, well, I actually I'm I love the message. Um, I really I do. Um, how do I how do I say this? It's very important what you're talking about because it's been a massive element of the struggles of our, of our, uh, of our relationship mm. in the past. Um, years ago when I was at Gardenvale or particularly at Glen Iris, um, just really when I made the decision to quit Fit Stop or the gym that I was working at and to go out on my own and to figure out for myself how I would make money, um, she didn't trust me. Um, and she didn't trust how I started to make ends meet. And part of that was actually saying, well, there's plenty of work in your business that I can actually, you know, assist you with because your business is actually starting to get busy in that way. Um, and the joke about that is that she's like, well, you know, you f- I, I feel like you're leaning on me then in that case. 
Mm. which I'm not sure is quite the case anymore, even though I still, you know, do work for her. Um, but there was, that was such a massive element of the struggle of, of my relationship is, is not feeling like I'm being trusted to deal with this, trusted to provide, even though it's like I'm now at this point where I do trust in the process and I'm trusting in the process that I've currently got. Even if I don't have a nine to five osteopathic job that's giving me $100,000 a year, I'm mm. making ends meet. I make as much money as Margot does in a week at the mm. moment. Yeah, to me, it's not about the money. It's, it's well, the, the, the money is like a, a result. So yeah. money is a result, but I mean, to me, the, uh, the money's a funny reference point at the moment where I make arguably as much, if not a little bit more than Margot. And to me, it's like, that's a funny, that's a, like a bit of a joke where it's like, I might not make money in the conventional sense of one place is where I receive my financial compensation and the money, but I have found a way that works for me and that I enjoy as well and that is meaningful for me through a few different domains as I have my exploration and adventure about how I choose to make my money. Yeah, do you do you think that results of you the you know the result of you making more money recently has come uh, from Margot trusting you more? Um, uh, a little bit, a little bit, but it, she doesn't. She's finding it very hard to let go. Yeah, it's the main reason for our arguments when we have arguments mm. is that i feel like i'm getting talked to like there's no trust like there's i'm being badgered at moments like are you looking for part-time jobs how are you going mm. looking for part-time jobs how are you going so what's going on for next year and it's like can you fuck off whilst i you know figure my life and it's like i've got the same amount of money coming in now if not more than you for you know indefinitely mm. i don't think you have the right i could like it feels unfair if i was just to take a moment when I've never had that attitude towards her. Mm. And I'm, that's interesting to consider, like, if, if that's the, how that relates to the feminine masculine dynamic, mm. where it's like, I don't feel like, if, if that's relevant in this, I don't feel like I ever had the right to ask you about that stuff. I don't feel like I ever had mm. the right to question your choice of a career. I don't ever feel like I had the right to say, you shouldn't have your own business. You should go work for another business. They're going to employ you. They're going to give you your own superannuation. They're going to pay for all this stuff. Why don't you go do those things? I've never, it's not even registered in my mind to be like mm. that, but I'm getting that from her. And it's like, you've got to really see that at the end of the day, the trust that people put in me to be a provider and to be the man that I know that I'm, I'm going to live up to be, and that I am anyway, to mm. embrace like who I am is so fucking important. And there's a bigger message behind it for me, if mm. I could just talk about that moment, just momentarily. Mm. I think subconsciously you are showing to your son or to our son how to trust in your partner, which he will go through. And if you don't show that kind of trust and belief in your own partner, your child, like you will undermine, undermine your own child's belief in his father, which I've witnessed mm. Mm. as a child of, of that kind of dynamic of a relationship. And also the fear they have for themselves to be mm. able to trust in themselves 
in, in themselves, in Darius's self, to be mm. like, can I do, have I got this? Yeah. Because there's so much fucking doubt now. That's what, what I witness in the nature of this relationship. Mm. Sorry, that's probably a lot. Ah, I, I appreciate you saying that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm asking this as a question to me, to to you, to the listeners. Like, how do you go about that? Realizing that it's imperative for a relationship, a life, being Darius, two lives, you, that, that you know, she learns how to trust. Um, so how do you go about that? Uh, one thing that I feel like I'm proving to myself ever so slowly, or if not in ebbs and flows, is that letting action speak for you. Mm. And with that, having that sense of assuredness in what you're doing and being able to convey that through mm. through i mean some communication but just that um general like tranquility about being like i'm yeah. all right i got this yeah that's and the masculine that's that's how i think of as the masculine yeah maybe i do as well um because that's been a big thing i've conveyed to margot a lot more recently saying plans were like this a month and a half ago or two weeks ago two months ago they've changed I know you freaked out initially. I freaked out a bit initially, but I'm freaking out doesn't solve anything. I've now figured out a different way to make ends meet. And it was actually off my own. Like I figured it out my own way as well. How did it make it happen? It wasn't, you know, we could have said, oh, just go get a full fucking time job. And, but no, I figured out a different way to make it happen. I feel proud that I made the, the, those choices to make this happen, to put myself in this position now. And all of those things has just made me feel excited, but also just like, yeah, I got this. It's so interesting that money and on a deeper level than that, the security of money and a career and whatever does so much um, for trust, for for the feminine. Because I've experienced that where Katarina's trust of me as a, person seems to fluctuate um based on how money based on based on how money is coming in now i'm not saying that as a criticism like i'm not saying they're gold diggers or anything like that but i'm asking the question what does the money and what does the security of money represent that energetically where the where the woman is like yeah this guy's got this guy's got it this guy this, I trust this guy to, to figure shit out. Um, I trust that this guy's going to be there. And it's not even the money. It's something deeper than the money. Maybe it's even like what the money gives us. I'm just thinking about now. Maybe, it's the, maybe the money gives us some sort of feeling of security. And then they react to that and they're like, wow, I feel the security from him. And it makes me feel secure in, the, in his presence. Uh, yeah I th- well coming back to <laughs> even even what you were talking about the other day that it's not one or the other completely mm. and actually even Zoot mentioned something like that recently uh, it's not one or the other entirely it's it's a it's between them and it's a bit of a dance um, I mean I would have said it was my assuredness that started to create a bit of assuredness in Margot 
And then ironically after that, I've just started realizing, I'm like, oh, oh, the money's coming in better. That's funny. And that's actually made me even more grounded. But also it's like, I don't even know if it really made me that much more grounded, but it was kind of like, ah, so I've kind of adjusted a few of the, my behaviors and my actions. Um, I've also paved the way now for money indefinitely. And now I feel good. Um, I just kind of feel secure about how I've handled this situation and I get the feeling that that then just emanates and your partner picks up on that um, if they're not too much in their head about, oh, have you got a full-time job? Because, mm. I mean, if they're, if they're in their head about you just being able to show a paper contract mm. with X amount of hours and yeah. X amount of money You've got to question it, that. <laughs> You've got to question what's going on there. Well, ex- well exactly. And that's, that's, then I think that falls back to the woman a bit more being like, yeah. well, what are your reference points for, <laughs> for determining for security? For, yeah, for determining security. Yeah, like, is yeah. it having two cars at least at all times? Is it having a mortgage on a house? Is it having a house? Is it, you know, what are your beliefs that you also need to challenge? Because, I mean, that's in this conversation. Like, I can't help but bring up the idea. We're talking about what trust is like for a woman towards a man. What is it the opposite way? For a man to trust a woman. Yeah, because it's like, when does that come up? It feels a little unfair right now. A little unfair? You feels mean, like, like, yeah, we're the spotlight to women? Or no, 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 the opposite way us. around, where it's like, oh. we're the ones in the spotlight. It's yeah. like, you need to, yeah, we you need need to, to earn create, yeah, you need to earn the woman's trust. Yeah, it's like, right. Yeah, well, when, when does it go back the other fucking way? Yeah. It's a two-way street. Yeah. It, it does. Um, I guess uh, that's that's another conversation because we've not even talked about it or even no, thought about it. Yeah, it does. I mean, just things off the top of my head are just longevity, um, like just being there for us, which which goes both ways. But to me, like I think to me, that's something that I really appreciate. And the longer I'm with Katarina and the more I see that she's not leaving me, mm. the more I trust her. Because I'm, uh, I guess that's something that's really important to me. I don't know how much that's got to do with masculine, feminine, or that's just a me, Josh Mendes thing. Mm. But I appreciate that she doesn't leave. <laughs> she she comes back, you know. Um, but she would say the same thing. So you know, that's not that's not just a Josh Mendes thing. The this conversation touched on something that I wanted to bring up, but it's fucking vulnerable. <laughs> It's vulnerable to bring up, and I don't know how far, how much, I, how deep I want to go into this. But there's one thing I'm going to say, and then the second thing might be a bit too vulnerable. But I'm going to say the first thing. So you were talking about, um, you were talking about how uh, the, you know, the, our, our partners can lose trust in us when they might not, s- when, when, uh, when they might not see that we are sure of ourselves. You s- did you say that, or I said it, or both of us said it. Anyway, it was said. Mm. And I, I think about that with my gambling and how I've been, I said to you, I've said to you recently how I've been losing my mind recently, even though I've been killing, I've had a fucking huge couple of weeks, by the way, but I've been losing my mind. Like I've been going crazy in that I've been getting so angry, like vocally screaming and um, breaking, not actually breaking things, but like throwing things around and getting really, really really angry and it just remind 
what you were saying just reminded me of that because I'm thinking that every time that happens, Katarina gets scared. And I'm thinking it's not scared because she thinks anything's going to happen. She must be scared that it must think she must subconsciously be like, fuck, like if he's getting this fucking upset about it, like how stable is this guy? Um, well, how stable is our situation? How stable is our situation? Exactly. Mm. Um, if, yeah, if he's losing his mind over, over, over money and over, uh, over, over betting, then this doesn't feel very secure. He, he's clearly not feeling secure about it. So I'm not feeling very secure about it. And money is very important to me because it's like my children and it's me, myself and I don't want to be without things. Anyway, two days ago, uh, I, I, I lost it and I, and I screamed and I was doing my normal thing of fuck, I'm so fucking unlucky, fucking bullshit. We're, we're going, I'm going through a phase at the moment where I'm like, I'm just like, I'm going to express it because I don't want to hold it in. And I know it's ugly and I know it sucks to be around, but I'm just going to fucking express it and I'm hoping to, 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 you know, just get it out and learn, learn from it and learn like, what is this? What is this anger? What, what is this wanting to break things? And instead of pu- pushing it down, which I've done for so long. Um, so, so yeah, I got really, really angry and the cops came. <laughs> the, cops oh, wow. rocked, the, the cops rocked up to our doorstep and um, they're like, oh, the, there's someone called about a disturbance. And I'm like, oh yeah, I just lost a race, and I, just, and I lost my, I lost my shit. And they're like, oh yeah, what, what were you saying? And I'm like, oh, I was, I was saying how fucking unlucky I am, and this is fucking bullshit. And uh, and they're just sort of laughing at me and thinking, oh, okay, that that checks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, they're like, oh, fair, fair enough. And they were just laughing, and we were laughing together. And yeah, yeah. Um, and and then Katarina came behind my shoulder and just looked at, had a, had a look at them, and she was pretty nervous. And then and the, then they left. Um, but that was, that was fucking full on of an experience, especially for her. But I felt a lot cause it's, it's sort of like the, the insecurity has like come to our door in the form of the policeman, um, where, you know, my anger and my, um, and my frustration with my situation yeah. is, has rocked up. It's literally at my door. It's like, how bad is this getting? Yeah. That's what you, yeah. that's it. Yeah. How, yeah. Oh, it's because the neighbors probably getting pissed off about listening to you all the time. That, that's, that's all it is. That's it. The neighbors it's are pretty funny. I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm that it. fucking loud. And I then, it, and then it made it. me yeah. think like, who, who, who must they think I fucking am? Who, oh, they must yeah, think I I'm some it. fucking abusive piece of shit yeah. that is just fucking yelling all day. Who the fuck knows what? Yeah. And these are people that I wave to and say hi to every now and then. <laughs> now you don't know which one. And I don't know who the fuck that, I don't know to. which ones they are. Uh, it could be one of three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a funny thing. That was a funny thing to have happen, but also a bit scary, especially for Katarina because yeah, it's like, well, yeah, what the like, kind, kind of a fucking on? guy is this? That's, yelling and screaming to the point where neighbors are complaining about him and police have to come over and tell him to shut the fuck up. Like, so that was a bit of a reality check for me. And, and Mm. like, where, where am I at? Where the fuck am I at? What is the, the universe is, is sending people my way to say, shut the fuck up. Take a deep look at yourself. Something needs to change. Or the other way of looking at it is being like, fuck yeah, fuck the system. I can yell and scream as much as I want. I'm not doing anything wrong. The police aren't, uh, aren't going to stop me from 
um, ex- expressing, expressing myself, myself like yeah. fuck the society that 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 suppresses anger suppresses mm-hmm. emotion what's wrong with me getting angry it's it's human that's really well look what there's that, two sides to that that yeah. that idea as well like is i think it's very important that you continue the way that you are because i kind of look at you as a person who's able to somewhat isolate themselves from a lot of the mundane tasks and ways that other people live their lives or um, have to, let's say, make money. And I think that's important because it allows you to explore in ways that other people can't. Or let's just say I can't spend the same kind of amount of time. Um, I just haven't got the, the freedom through the options of how I choose to make money to to get to explore those elements of my life and i think that's so Mm. important and um you know i think for years to come that's something you need to um, preserve Mm. um but you know and in saying that um uh i don't know i mean maybe this is the point where you've actually got to go to fucking jail Go to jail? No, nah, I don't know if you're going to go to jail, but I don't know if uh, I don't know if, if 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 this is that limit of. Remember, we talked about this of of pushing something, going into it, and yeah. being like, if I'm going to go into it, I'm going to fuck pushing go the boundaries. Into it. Like I'm going to push the boundaries. Yeah, I don't know if this is starting to register. Well, I don't know. No, honestly, like I mean, for the cops to rock up for something like that's a noise complaint. Like, who's a fuck? Like, I don't care. But on, honestly. It doesn't even register anything. I mean, well, you and I know. For me, I'm just like, dude. Yeah, you don't give a fuck about it. I don't give things. a fuck. Like, yeah. you, you know, one of your cars could fall over the edge and, like, take out the bottom part of your house and the whole thing collapse. And I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, where are you getting the next Airbnb? Whatever. Yeah. So, it's like, it's not a huge deal, but it's um, it's interesting to ask yourself, if you're doing so well, it's interesting as well, I guess, to explore that deco- that dichotomy of doing so well but then exploring the anger or why the anger is so fierce at moments and whether that's tied in with doing so well and i don't know if it would be interesting to almost to consider it will you continue doing so well without having to express the anger in the way that it is now or if there's another avenue or I, i don't know usually when i'm doing well there's less anger so it's it's weird that that at the but, moment there's but, more anger. But I, I I think that I was I was um, screaming more than when I was doing bad. But I've just I, that's just when the cops came. They they've probably heard me a bunch of times. Yeah, but, but that's, most of the time it was just the, the the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, but you've you've chosen as well. Like this is a bit different. It's unique in that you've chosen to be like I'm going to now express myself really just I'm going for I'm it. just yeah. going to go for it like I don't give a fuck I'm just going to express when the time's right but then yeah. the other times it's scary though cuz like there's there's pushback like obvious pushback I'm going to say the other thing that is way more vulnerable but oh, I, I thought that was the vulnerable thing no nah, that 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 was vulnerable but this thing is on another level and we touched on it when we spoke about when we had jazz on the podcast the like the physical abuse thing. Mm. Uh, so today Katerina was cleaning the house and she dropped 
one of my uh, 5G devices um, off the off like off the window or out of the window, so it fell like a couple meters. Mm. And you know these things cost a lot of money. Yeah. And they've and um and they you know they can break pretty easily. And I saw that she did that, and I felt, I felt I started I felt this like surge of anger. And I want I I went I walked past her just feeling really angry, and there was this like energy in me that felt. It's hard, like it's even hard to say it, but there was this energy in me that felt like pushing her or doing something. I didn't fucking do it. I I didn't I didn't do it, and I wasn't even close to doing it. And then I said to her after, I'm like, I need to tell you something. I need I I felt like I felt like pushing you before. I felt like doing something to you before. For, for for like a brief moment and um and she's like yeah that that's fucking hard to say that's hard to hear and she you know it was hard to hear and then after like 15 minutes she came back to me and she's like thank you very much for telling me yeah, like that's it. yeah um and i'm like yeah thank you for saying that because this that i don't know what to do with this i don't i don't know what like <laughs> that is something that's so fucking i'm so ashamed of the fact that i did that but to not name it, which is probably what a lot of men do, and then end up fucking actually doing it, mm. is 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 way worse. There's, I don't communicate those moments to Margot, but there are definitely moments where the when I'm see I'm trying to explain to her that I just. And doing what I can and that I feel like the lack of trust is such an insult to me Mm. and I feed that internal fire to the point where I'm like I want to hit her Mm. definitely like I'm just feeling that energy come into me and like my body clenching a bit where I'm just like I feel to really drive this point home about how um, how toxic or poisonous it is the attitude that you have towards me at the moment this moment where I'm actually really vulnerable and trying as much as I can to change our circumstances to get your approval that I just want to really hit punch you in the fucking head mm. and that's I mean that sucks to say fuck it does. It's it sucks to say, but I mean, it's definitely there. Um, but th- I hear you say it, and I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> you as well. I mean, it's I hear you say it, and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Not, I, I mean, I don't not really. Not fair enough. It's it's so tricky to say because like I would never do no, no, it. Not like and, fair enough. Like I, if you like did the, hit them, it would be like oh, that sucks. Like what's going to happen now for you? But it's like I don't think that you're ever really gonna hit. i mean yeah, it, it, I, I don't know what the fuck's gonna that's happen. well that that's the scary thing is like i don't know how to approach this because you know i, I the the politically correct and moral thing would be say would be to say yeah i would never fucking do it but i don't know yeah i'm not i, I don't, don't know like to- i don't uh, like talking in absolutes like that as well about stuff like yeah that. but it's yeah it's it's just difficult to say that there's definitely times i'm i don't think it's fair uh, for any couple 
to say that oh, I've never had that feeling because I reckon yeah. they do have that feeling. I, totally. Margot has hit me on both before. ways. Katarina's hit me before. Yeah, there you go. Oh, funny. So yeah, that's a lot of <laughs> joke. Yeah, so we're the ones getting fucking abused, but for the ones talking about it, like oh, you're terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, but my you know Margot hit me back in the day from talking about something. Like it was a big slap in the face. Oh, I think Katarina's another ex girlfriend many times. Yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, but uh, well, it's a different story if we ball up a fist and. And actually, out, like, out. cause some damage. Oh, well, that's. The, I don't think I would ever cause damage. I think I, it would just be. It would be a push, and then it would be over. But even that, like, yeah, I think. I, I think wouldn't for, do I it. It's like no return. That's. I, I would. I wouldn't. I would never. I don't think I would ever do it. But I'm just saying that's the impulse. Yeah. No. Well, for me, it's. There's no return. What does that mean? Well, once you, I understand. Like that's just. You, once you ever do anything like that, there's just no return. They will just be like, whoa. Like, yeah, that's I what, can't believe like what's to say that won't ever happen again. Yeah, exactly. But and I'm and and you know most of me is like yeah, fair enough. If I ever hit you, then you should leave me. Yeah, you can have every right. Like you don't know. Like I, I would understand completely. But it's um, but uh, coming back to it, yeah, I just I think there's so many guys, there'd be so many guys and girls out there that they would just they'd hate to admit it that they've had that feeling come up to them come up with them before because as you find something that you really feel affected by that the other person is doing and you feel that you create this idea that well you're fucking out to damage one of the most sacred elements of me and i will react with all my fucking fury at mm. that idea that they're attacking the most important element of me mm. and i think there'd be so many people be like yeah i'd, I'd I can resonate with that, but they might find it hard to. Well, yeah, I mean, there's so much shame around it. I mean, I'm, I'm terrified of being labelled as a, a woman basher or a sex or a physical abuser because the the those people that get labelled with that they're completely like out they're completely outcasted from society and they're yeah. judged very very harshly for the rest of their lives. And yeah. I mean, we could debate whether that's fair or not, but I don't want to be like that. And and when I have the little, the problem with the whole thing is that even when I have the little impulse that I want to do it, I'm so fucking ashamed of it that I don't tell, I don't talk about it. I don't, I don't tell Katarina apart from this, which is sort of the first time it's happened. Mm. Um, and, and if I didn't tell her this time, I would keep it to myself. And then probably the next time it, it happens, I'm going to feel it even more strongly because I kept it to myself. Mm. Something we were talking about before. Um, like yeah, not 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 unburdening ourselves of things, and that just strengthens the shame around it, and it strengthens the the energy of it, um, and it probably makes you more likely to do it, and mm. and that sucks because I I have such a big problem with our society and how it approaches these kinds of situations because all these things like whether it's whether you're a rapist, whether you're an abuser. Um, uh, to a lesser extent, like a, a, a drug addict or a bully or whatever you whatever you are, like whatever thing you've done to harm another person, I fully agree in punishment and I fully agree with justice. But where's the space for listening and not make not um, making this person out to be a person that we can never ever trust again, mm. no matter Re fucking what redemption. Yeah, there's no there's no chance for redemption in this society with, with like I, I I really believe that in some circles, in our society, if I even said that I had the that I had a little feeling that I wanted to um, push Katarina, mm. 
they'd be like, "Wow, you are a fucking. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't want to speak to you. I don't want. I don't want you. I don't want you around me. I don't want you around my kids. Mm. You know, anything like that. And that sucks. That sucks. And like, what, what, what? You, you, you know, that's just. There's just so much shame around it. There's just so much shame around what's initially a, a, like a, um, like a, a desire that that comes from probably a place of of suppression and where it could be expressed and it could be resolved and it could be accepted and and through acceptance i could learn i could i could um understand my anger better uh, and not keep it to my, keep it to myself and instead of that it goes to yeah you are oh if you had the thought then you're in a, you're abusive you had if you had the thought you're you're violent uh, fuck yeah. I, I fucking hate yes. the way this society approaches that shit well, I mean, just to come back at that, though, I think there is redemption. I get the feeling there are people that go through shit. And I've, I mean, just listening to stories in one soft white underbelly, it's mm. like people have the chance at redemption, particularly when they do communicate. I mean, what you're talking about, when they do communicate what's mm. going on for them and even identify the issues that led to them acting out. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're I right. I mean, it's... Well, I, we're looking at people who do not... Well, we're open thinking up, about people that don't open up. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're pe- we're talking about people who shy away from confronting these harsh realities or harsh thoughts. Um, and yeah, I mean that's frustrating because it's like they just label a mm. lot of topics like that taboo, and the moment you start trying to bring it up, it's like, oh well, then that's your problem, and you've got a fucking problem with that. And it's like, well, no, I'm just trying to talk about the theme. Mm, and say that yeah. I bet we all feel it, but a lot of us struggle to try to communicate it or even want to, want to acknowledge it. Like I mentioned before with talking about an issue with an employer, is like, do I even want to acknowledge that this is an issue? Because then once I do, I'll need to, I f- want to feel the need to talk about it with them and then that blow over from that, I don't know what, how I'm going to have to handle that. And it's just rough. But yeah, you've no, kind of got to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. How much? It's do you do? How much importance do you place in authentic communication? That's what it kind of comes back to. And understanding on both both sides. On both sides. Yeah. And understanding its value and importance for your life. Yeah. Ironically, coming back to the message we sent to. Why ironic? Well, it's just, just that was the first thing we started doing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Authenticity. And then like true authenticity um, on, on both sides, you know, being... I mean, I'm just thinking... Because you, you brought up a really good point that I... Because I was just fucking going on my anti-society <laughs> thing. Which, which, you know, there's a there's a point there. There's there's a good point there. But you you said an interesting thing, which is hang on what about what about people that aren't aren't willing to actually talk about it like there are people in the society that are going to respond and be like okay can you can you tell me about this you know feeling you had can you tell me about this action that you committed and the the people on the other side will be like no i'm i can't i'm not fucking talking about it uh, you know or, or they deny it like it didn't happen like this or yeah um, it wasn't like that it was it, wasn't it was like the other that. person's fault yeah like it wasn't, it wasn't like that yeah not taking ownership for it be like just yeah, and talk about it so i'm like in that you know when you say that i'm like yeah you're you're right it's not just fuck society and fuck people's people don't have the ability to to listen to 
people that are trying to express shameful things. Um, yeah, there are people that are trying to express, that are trying to deny shameful things that they're mm. experiencing as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just want to, I really want to live in a society where, yeah, an unshaming society where anything can be openly talked about. Like literally anything, like even the most fucked up act um, they can be punished for it and they can go through the justice system for it, but there are still people that are there to listen and ask questions and be like, yeah, not, not completely judge them and write them off like, yeah, you, you murdered someone, so you're a fucked up piece of shit. You raped someone, so you're a fucked up piece of shit. You're a drug addict, you're, you know, you're a piece of shit, whatever it is. Like, come on, let's ask, you know, ask people questions. Um, recognize what... what what is it about them that that um, makes them have the? Because f- it started as a feeling, all this stuff before, before it became an act. You know, let's ask them these questions before we write them off, before we cancel them. You know, I think we're moving in that direction. I hope so. I, I hope was feeling that so. today. I was just yeah. that that very thought of what you're talking about, and thinking about people who I'm going to go back and see in Melbourne, um, and even listening to soft white underbelly stuff. It's like. I think it's inevitable that we're moving towards that, but there's just so much chaos in amongst, like on that path mm. because of how how frightening and scary and intimidating that journey is. Oh, there's so much feeling there. There's so much oh, anger, well, yeah. pain. Uncertainty. Yeah, I mean, I, I just the thing that came to my mind is the, the whole Palestine-Israel thing and... Getting to, I mean, you're getting to a point where the other, they they can celebrate each other's culture. Yeah. Like that's it's it's laughable, at the moment because there's so much feeling there. But like to to relate it back to what I was just saying, like an Israeli being able to sub- celebrate a Palestinian for who they are and and asking them questions and um, even so, even like to to look a, a some a Palestinian in in the face that that you know, had to do with the killing of their kids or, or family. And then, you know, the other way around and look them in the face and ask, be able to ask them questions and be like, why do you feel so much anger? Why do you feel so much hatred? Um, what's going on for you? Oh, that seems a far off place, but it's, it's a place I'd love to get to personally. I'm cooked. Yeah, I was yeah about to say that. But that was, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, just what you said just there is, um, that's interesting. I love that you you can jump to that kind of idea and be like, that's just so much. That's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, that's years off. Like, we're starting with us just saying we're having these little feelings of committing acts but you've got that we'd never do. Yeah. Oh, but, but I'm, you've, I bet you've got little communities who already think like that. I yeah. Bet you do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, welcoming, understanding, openness. Yeah, I mean, it, it starts with us. Like, yeah, it, w- our conversations are amazing. Like, just the fact that I said something like that, that I had the feeling I had to Katarina of, of aggression and to you, for you to not judge that and for you to be like, hey, yeah, okay, I, I, I hear you, I see you and I've actually had a similar experience. That's the start of it. That's how it, that's how it starts. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's behind that is just trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I trust in the person yeah. that you are. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. 
good note to end it on. Thanks for listening. If you got to the end, yeah, it was a good Thanks one. For Slow it start, was a good one. but I think the second half of it yeah, was we fucking good stuff. Yeah, you go eat some bolognese cooked by your wife, your fantastic wife. My fantastic. We shat on her a little bit uh, during this, but she's a she's a fantastic woman. Oh, she is. She's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Despite difficulties, but yeah, um, she's she's really growing. I I I can see that. That's she's cool. open to growth. Well, I, you've I, got to send me more messages I, about what. Yeah, you're saying, I wanted to. I wish we should have talked a bit more about that on the podcast. No, than, it's alright. But no. um, yeah, she's been. She was reading the book about the guy who sold the Ferrari, the monk who sold the Ferrari, yeah. and that's. I love that she's reading stuff like that and um, t- telling me about it and learning from it. And um, she's got some barriers that are hard, could just from where she's come from. But she's fucking. She's doing well. She's working on it on herself and yeah. she is doing fucking well. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her as well. That's why I'm with her. She's cool. Until next year. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, it won't be until next year. Until next year, everyone. Thanks yeah, for... Yeah, have a good new year. Get the feeling this is just going to be years and years. <laughs> a lifetime. Yeah, the we'll lifetime do a, podcast. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm, I'll sign up for a lifetime <laughs> of doing this. Just don't die anytime soon. Well, I'll, I'll try, try not to, yeah. Hold that end of the deal as well. Yeah. If you if you die anytime soon, I'm going to get Darius to, to fill your, your spot. Yeah, okay. If I die, then in, in the next few years before I have a kid, then yeah, we're fucked. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to have to have a kid soon. I'll have to have it by myself. All right. All right. See you, everyone. See ya.